What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 211 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about sports, superhero news, and Ahsoka, not Ashoka. Yeah. I've learned. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo. Trey Braband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burton, and Michael. Thank you all so much for giving, uh, especially in in these times. Everything's a little confusing right now, uh, and so I I really appreciate it just personally. It's it's crazy to me um, that everyone's kind of sticking around. Um, that's awesome of you. Also, really cool. I made so we made these graphics. Um, they're on the Facebook and Instagram. They're probably a couple days old now because you'll be listening to this a little bit later. Um, just the different ways that Geeks Into Grace is kind of able to help. Uh, and it's stuff that we, it's most of it's stuff that we do every week anyways. Uh, but it, we've kind of built this online community that's kind of perfect for this um, quarantine or self-distancing, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there's Twitch streams and there's, uh, we're going to be doing Bible studies on Saturdays. So if you want to do a Bible study, um, you've got like a day, we got two days to watch uh, Dragon Quest, because that's going to be the first one. I'm hoping that's published by then, LJ. Uh, I got to get Dallas on the art on that then. All right. <laughs> that's the plan. Um, but we'll be doing those live on Twitch on Saturday, so you can get into the chat, and there'll be a group of us kind of discussing it ourselves uh, and then also you know taking your feedback uh, should be really cool we want to make sure that you're getting to interact with humans throughout throughout the week because um, that's that's really important throughout the month as we're going through this craziness yeah uh, we're gonna do our best to do that also on tuesdays you have missed this last week's if you didn't show up uh, but we'll be doing community game nights so you can come and play games with us i believe this coming week is mario kart 8 not mortal kombat 8 <laughs> that's that's a difference brandon just wrote mk8 so i was giving him a hard time um brandon is synthetical if you've seen him on discord he's doing a great job trying to organize this for us yeah so you can play uh games with us if you have mario kart 8 you can hop into discord and get into the chat and uh, you know, play games with with Geeks Under Grace, and we'd love to love to have you. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other stuff too. Go check out the graphic. If you wait, need... how about the new logo? Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> such a crazy now. week that like I kind of even. Hopefully yeah. your uh, podcast app is updated. I'm still waiting on mine, which is really frustrating. But I it takes yeah. a little while for them to update. What's really no knowing is having like, issues. LJ, last yours week, is working. Even... Yeah. Mine isn't yet. So if it hasn't yet, be on the lookout. Yeah. So even with the previous episode, it took a while for whatever reason for Google. Sometimes it hiccups like this where it'll take like a whole day for like the episode to show up on Google specifically. Mm -hmm. And then it's like I go to Podbean and go to Google and then Podbean's like, it's probably a Google thing. And then Google's like, well, no, everything's fine. And I'm like, 
I don't know what to do then. So yeah, um, it's probably just for maybe the app too, because that podcast app isn't. It's still not great. Okay. But yeah, we got the new look and new logo. It's yeah. very exciting. And not just I on the podcast, it. obviously. It's all throughout the website. It looks yeah. amazing. Thank you. It's very modern. So it's excited. very sleek. You it's can versatile. use it for pretty much. Yeah, it's super versatile. That's I think my favorite part of it. I said thank you. Yeah. Like I did, signed it. I did not. I just am really happy about it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the marketing team kind of helped it, helped get it going, and you know, we we had we had to think of something, you know, because it's something we wanted. But yeah, I am yeah. Um, over the moon about it. Uh, I've seen a few comments. It's not everybody's favorites, uh, but everyone seemed pretty happy. Most people seemed mm-hmm. genuinely like really excited. It's as clean cut. It's very unique. Uh, and that was a big thing for us was um, we wanted something that, that we call our own. Um, yeah. And it's also really simple, which there's no clothing store yet. Um, but I, I would love to get that on like a hat or a shirt. Or if, you, if you want that sweet merch in Animal Crossing, when I get the fashion store open, I'll get the QR codes going. Yes. Yes. You, can be, you can be rocking merch in Animal Crossing before before rocking actual Geeks Under Grace right. merch in real life. How's <laughs> that for that social working. distancing? <laughs> Hustling, we hustling those geeks under grace. Yeah, I am on the hunt. We're looking for um, the best way to give quality while also kind of juggling what uh, that would mean for us um, shipping wise. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone through Spreadshirt in the past, and so everything's kind of like it's easy to go through them, but the quality yeah. isn't uh, as there as we would like it to be sometimes. Um, and so, yeah, for certain products, yeah. Certain like colors specifically, like, if you, like a white on a colored shirt comes out kind of a bluish. Uh, sometimes I don't know. There's just little things. I, I really mm-hmm. we have goals and we'd love to put that on shirts soon. Yeah. Um, sooner rather than later. We'll see. Okay, we can we can get into the gaming. Housekeeping uh, over. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot that happened this week. Uh, oh yeah. Luckily, we record these in house, so. It hasn't been in our own houses. I say in house in our own homes. It makes it a little. We're easier. like the pioneers of this like social distancing thing because it's like we've been doing it. Yeah. Um, Bell J, you've been playing a couple different games uh, that are very different yes. from each other. I don't know which one you want to start with, but go for it. Well, um, before um, so real quick, I'll get into the ones that I've played separately since we can talk about. Animal Crossing, like, Shelly and I can talk about that yes. in a minute, but um, I have played some Doom Eternal. Not nearly as much as I would have liked to, but I've been addicted to that cute little Nintendo game. Um, <laughs> it looks kind of Doom Destiny-ish is... from what I was watching you play. Doom? Yeah, does it feel like that at all? With I, I noticed you're, like, you're well, jumping across. Are you, so are like... you thinking of, like, the melee aspect of it? I guess so. Or I think just, like, the jumping. Like the, you're jumping. You would jump, so, and then you would like, fly across the screen. So what's weird is uh, Doom Eternal has put more of an emphasis on platforming along with the shooting, which okay. is weird because it's like a first-person shooter. Right. Um, so what I love to tell people is, like, I think the developers played a whole bunch of that game Celeste, and they're like, hey, like we should throw some of this in Doom. Because <laughs> there's, like, a dash mechanic. Well, yeah, see, wow. that sounds like it shouldn't like be a thing. But there's, like, platforms, there's, like, obstacles, and you can even, like, first person, like, climb on walls and, like, look and, like, jump to the next one. It's, it's, like, it's so weird. But I remember the original Doom, I think Doom 2, you could climb. 
and then or maybe it was just the stairs but it was it had a little bit of platforming there was this like get across to the next platform to get to the next platform oh well, yeah but that was kind of not in this sense like yes Reach. there was some like hazardous lava or something that you would have to like okay i'm gonna run really faster you know like kind of deal yeah. um i think maybe you know some shooters of that genre where they when they started developing like putting ladders into those games you'd be like your body would be stiffly like gliding up a ladder you know, right kind of like an old like school first person shooter floats um but yeah, the glory kills are still there. Uh, the chainsaw mechanic is is much easier now. You can just press a button to do that now. In the original game, he would like, or in the 2016 game, he'd have to pull out his chainsaw, and then you do it. Um, so you can chainsaw people to get ammo. You can do glory kills to get health. Uh, you can so do what's called the flame belch, which is like a shoulder thing, and that helps you get armor. And so it's this very hectic like you have to move around the map or else you're gonna die and so it's mm-hmm. all about managing like okay i'm gonna go and kill this guy for health because i'm running low or i need more ammo so i'm gonna go chainsaw this dude and stuff like that so doom eternal is really cool is there it's a awesome. story to it i know the first reboot had a bit well, of story going on yeah so there was a lot of like you could tell there was a lot of lore behind the first one when, because uh, you wake up as the doom so you basically break out of the chains and stuff like that and mm-hmm. so you like you find out, like, oh, yeah, they have them there for, for a reason uh, kind of stuff. And so if you haven't played 2016 yet, it's not exactly a happy ending. Um, so okay. the second one, the second Doom or Doom Eternal is basically a rehash of... I feel like they're rehashes of the original ones because the original Doom, you were on Mars and you were fighting demons. Yeah. And then the second, in the second, the original Doom 2, you're on, you're supposed to be going to Earth. Oh. Okay. Uh, and fighting demons, which is Doom Eternal. And so basically, that's kind of what Doom Eternal is about, is you're, you're fighting demons like on Earth and stuff like that. And it's really cool. There's that the environment. That context of the movie that I watched. Um, no, don't, don't. later. You know, I didn't know there was a movie. Oh, There's yeah. two movies. Doom and Annihilation, and I watched it. We'll talk about you it. You watched it? I should watch it just... I should watch it just to watch it and, like, put myself through that. You really don't need to, but... I don't we'll need to, later. but... Anyway, but, yeah, it's really cool. Like, there's... The environments are more varied. Like, the area I'm in now is, like, up in the north, so it's more icy mountains and stuff, and you're going to kill all these, like... They're called, like, hell priests or something like that. And so there's this group called, like... Oh, they're called the Sentinels, and so they're supposed to be these holy knights. This like group of like almost like crusader type of type of guys. Interesting. And so when you when you get to Earth, they're basically like so the Doomslayer was one of them. And so when you get to Earth, they basically tell the Doomslayer like, you know, you you should not save your people. You know, it's their time for damnation. Basically saying like, you know, it's time for the planet to end. This is this is how it's got to end. Oh. So I think. At some time, at some point, I believe you're going to be facing off against the demons and the uh, the sentinels, the oh, celestial wow. beings. Um, so that's kind of like the closest they'll ever get to anything like heaven related, I think. And that's okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's there's all this crazy deep lore they added, but anyway. So that's Doom Eternal. Um, real quick, just because I'm still riding this high from before we started. Uh, I won a, our, my buddies and I, we played a couple rounds of Call of Duty Warzone. Okay. And we won our first, we won our first match. Cool. Like, like 30 minutes before the podcast, it was insane. Uh, so I'm still riding that high and we've been playing that almost every day for like the past week. Like we missed a couple days since then. 
but or at least I have. I think they've still played it at least once or once a day. But it's been fun. It's a really good battle royale game. The map is dense, and uh, since I know Call of Duty, I know how those weapons work. Um, but yeah, and then the biggest one, uh, which is our my new addiction, is Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. I've played it so much <laughs> this whole weekend. That's the same. Oh man, I've, I've played tons. It's tons it's really good. I love that game. A good escape so... from home. I yeah. Play. Honestly, it's it's so cool because I played with um, a buddy of mine and his wife. Like we went to each other's islands uh, the other day, and then so later that night, uh, Anna was like, "Hey, anybody want to come to my island?" And then so me and Christina went over to her island, and like. <laughs> When you go to each other's islands, it's like, what fruit you got? I got this fruit. Like, you know, oh, here you go. You know, like, yeah. And so you can even mail letters to people. Like, uh, so when I walked, when I got to the island, I was like, oh crap, I forgot to bring pears. I have pears. And so when I left, I like, I didn't realize I had the ability to send letters to friends. And I was basically bought stationery and was like, hey, since I forgot to bring the pears, here you go. And I sent them each like three pears. Like, <laughs> there's so much social interaction, not only just with other players but there are other villagers that can come to your town and things like that like that's it's really a perfect game for the current times we're in yeah it's i think the person-to-person interactivity is also my favorite part so far so basically Mm -hmm. me and my friends have been like this whole weekend honestly we were just going to each other's islands buying stuff for each other be like oh do you want this oh i have this yeah. yeah just helping each other out bringing each other different fruit um just like marveling out the decorations yeah um helping each other get further ahead so i um basically got further ahead than a lot of my friends and so i had access to different tools that just give you access to more of the islands um and so i actually was able to get that diy recipe and they could have it so they can just have that access a little bit earlier um which was super cool yeah um yeah it's just been it's like i'm not very good at like decorating necessarily but i've had this like cool vibe with my house i'm pretty excited about and um, yeah i have such like a mishmash of like different items mm-hmm. it's like eventually they want to do a theme but i just like having like a regular house with like random stuff in it like i would in real life yeah oh man it's been so fun the fact is like on one hand at some points you feel like oh i've done everything i want to do but the other hand it's like mm-hmm. there's actually you could just there's constantly something you can do if you want yeah there's and always even an if option. you decide like yeah even if you decide like okay i'm good for now like i can't get materials or whatever right now mm-hmm. or you know when when you do kind of hit that point you can be like okay i've done everything i need to do today i'll just come back tomorrow and totally. go at it again totally yeah. yeah it's it's like i'm on I'm on building people's... So there's three villagers coming to my my island. Yeah. Because of because I was using those Nook tickets. Mm-hmm. And then I already have the shop open and the museum open now, too, since Friday. Sweet. Yeah. I also... I have uh, shop open, museum open. Um, I now, My second villager just came today. So I had one oh, yesterday. Cool. I have a second today. And I think another tomorrow or something. So I'm slowly filling up my island. I got bridge built. It's so fun. I'm putting flowers everywhere. I'm mm-hmm. cutting down all the regular hardwood trees so I can just have fruit trees um, and cedars. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a great time. Yeah. It's good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been playing, Cody? Just more of my not Stardew Valley game. That's That's been it. 
<laughs> I couldn't remember it. It's just been fun. I think I'm almost done with the first act. There's three acts to the game. Um, hmm. I think there's really more like four because there's like three and then an after game. Oh, okay, like an e- like a epilogue. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know if the last part will have any story. I think it's just like you get done with three, which is story, and then there's just like other things unlock after that. Um, it's like here, go wild and do you know free. Yeah, do what you want. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll just continue to play that. It's been really nice. I've actually been watching um a lot of tv because i've been doing a lot of gug stuff and so mm-hmm. uh it's hard to do that while i'm playing a game but i can actually watch tv and like do a lot of the stuff that i've been doing um yeah. that's cool yeah so a lot of netflix uh we can talk about it later cool what's going on in gaming news um so in gaming here's some actually uh, interesting uh sony news since that ps5 reveal was kind of whack, oh. or not whack, but like kind of weak. Did you watch it at all, Shelly? Oh, I had other video games I wanted to talk about, but that's okay. Um, oh, you oh, did? Go ahead. I did, actually. Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say failed. that I... No, it's fine. I just wanted to say that I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> oh! Oh, yay! That I What'd finished Horizon... Cool. I, I really like it. It's super leading up for a sequel. I really want the sequel to just be, be announced. Yeah. Um, such a great game, highly recommend love, you mentioned your allies I love how important they actually are to the Mm -hmm. like they actually like help you yeah seriously, it's super great, I love that I love that, even the DLC characters and everything like they they stopped by, so I'm glad I did the DLC stuff first Um, I didn't know that, I did the DLC second oh, I got like Aratok in there and it was pretty cool Um, that's awesome are you playing more Pokemon Mystery Dungeon as well? And yeah, I played I played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, I don't think I had it. Did I buy it by the last podcast? I told myself I wasn't going to buy it until after Animal Crossing, but I totally didn't do that. I beat Horizon Zero <laughs> Dawn and then immediately bought Pokemon and started playing Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Okay. And that game's great. <laughs> yeah, that, game, that game's cool. great. Um, I am almost at the end of the campaign. It's hilarious how it's like... This is one of the very few games I know where the post game is just so much more than the regular story mode. It's huh. it's crazy. Like the story mode, you could beat in a day, essentially, if you really oh, wanted to grind, um, grind through okay. it. I I like the grind of just doing rescue missions, but some people just blast through the story. Um, but all the extra stuff you could do afterwards is nuts because like the main story, most of the uh, mystery dungeons you go to are gonna have like maybe a max of like 25 floors it's like 25 or 30 is like the max i think it gets near the end of of the story but then you go post game Hmm. and then there's just like 99 level floors floors that put you back to level five oh yeah totally i mean yeah it is a roguelike um and i just you know lots of nostalgia power coming from it already right because i just loved the original game so much um but yeah, I'm really I'm enjoying it. It the level or the difficulty spike too as well. Like it, the game is pretty easy during the story mode, and then afterwards it just gets ridiculously hard because they fill you with like all the dungeons with traps that you can't see and monster houses that just drop on you and you die, and um, it's brutal. Again, ninety nine floors. I appreciate games that do that though. Like I really like Mario Odyssey's fact that you could like literally beat that game by buying by collecting coins if you wanted to but you can also like there's some really difficult impossible things in that game as well 
kind of yeah. makes it accessible for everyone. Totally. I mean, like, I know when I was a kid, I didn't want to do any of the extra stuff afterwards because I just didn't really think it was worth it. But I may, like, actually do mm-hmm. it this time because I have yeah. the time. There's effort. Like, my fiancé, because he, whereas all of my friends, including me, got Animal Crossing, he did not get Animal Crossing. So he's still playing oh. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and I've been watching him <laughs> really get through that, which is, it's, it's been very enjoyable to watch. Because there's just so, the tra- you gotta strategize later in that game after the campaign ends. You're, you just gotta think super hard about, like, why am I bringing to this dungeon? What's my goal? Is it to rescue someone? Is it to bring an item to them? Or, is, or do I want to get to the end of the dungeon to fight a legendary or something? So it's awesome. Highly recommend if you're not interested in Animal Crossing or Doom or something else that came out. Yeah. That's all I got. Sweet. Did you get a chance to watch any of the Sony announcement? I don't No, I don't think I did. I didn't even know it happened. You don't need to okay yeah no it wasn't even like an announcement or a reveal it was uh mark cerny uh the kind of tech the guy who kind of like helps helped design like all the consoles yeah um it was supposed to be a gdc talk so it was very boring and kind of dry yeah um but what i did like is that you know he started talking about how like the difference between how solid state drives uh store memory compared to like regular hard drives right i learned a Um, lot yeah, and he was talking about, like, kind of the way, like, stuff is generated, you know, because of that. And there was a lot of good tech talk, but it was just like, okay, all right, like, this is cool. the way that things are uh-huh. processed. Yes, yeah. That's it was a- educational. But it was, but like, it was weird. Maybe not sure. super engaging, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably not the best to be, like, the first announcement they probably shouldn't have even have like advertised it like yeah it's so weird because then there were those people that like looked i think they were fake like (laughs) those like people that were supposed to be watching (laughs) i was like what yeah it's it's strange like xbox did a really shiny looking like Mm. reveal and they then i didn't even watch that reveal um I don't think it was, it was all on a blog. I think they did like specs because we talked about a little. We talked a little bit about those on Monday, uh, yeah. whenever we recorded last week, and then the Sony thing came out the day after we recorded. Right. And I'm like, okay, it was like it was like so the biggest eye roll because like, I just looked at the graphics and I got to see kind of the numbers. Um, yeah, I, that's something that's really interesting to me too. Is that like number wise, Xbox is uh, better than the PS5. Yeah, but, like. They say by 10% better. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if it's PlayStation saying that it's actually faster than Xbox. We'll have to see kind of how that all works. It's just weird, though, because last time it was such an easy choice for me to go with PS4 because the specs were higher and it was cheaper. So why wouldn't I go with higher numbers and a cheaper price? Um, It's going to be a little bit different this year. Yeah, it it remains to be seen. What kind of trips me out is uh, Jason Schreier of Kotaku. He was on Twitter saying that a couple of his his sources and connections, uh, they were saying that the PS5 is a really fascinating, like console, like compared to the Xbox Series X. So I'm like, huh? Like if they're if they're praising this thing over the Xbox, that seems weird to me. Um, yeah. Maybe it could just be from like a dev point of view, but yeah, I um, it's as fast as they say, it'll be crazy. Yeah. I, it's just kind of like they probably shouldn't have advertised it like the way they did because mm-hmm. they needed like, like a Nintendo there Direct been type something. Thing. Well, I don't think they're ready for any of that yet. I still don't think they are. They needed um, one. 
They needed They need it now. Because Even without games, if it would just have just been, like, cool shots of the console. A box reveal. Like, yeah. show the box. Show the controller. Yeah. Like, like, that's all we needed. Yeah, just a little, like... Just a little nugget. Just Something like that a, looks pretty and not... Just like, like a breadcrumb to, like, start the trail of breadcrumbs. Yeah, and not, like, a business <laughs> pitch. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, that's um, strange. But anyway, in more, I think, to me, is more interesting than, than that PS5 talk is that um, Dark Horse announced, uh, the publisher of comics, they uh, announced that the God of War comic that is coming out mm-hmm. is going to bridge the gap between God of War 3 and 4. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, um, so that's kind of... It's supposed to take place right after he kills Zeus in God of War 3. Okay. Um, So I think it's exciting because I think people want to see how he gets to the Norse mythology world and, you know, kind of what he goes through to kind of get to that point. So um, I wonder if we'll get to see the progression of his beard. (laughs) That <laughs> Wait, that's I mean, here he has a good little goatee, but yeah, he gets the full. Yeah, just watch yeah. it grow out throughout the comics. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I think that's comics coming out May or June. Okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. I might check it out. I might pre-order like the graphic novel version of it or something because that's what I usually do. Cool. Um, the next piece of news is that uh, GameStop is actually closing their stores in the U.S. because of all this COVID nineteen stuff. Which is like, um, I just crazy. yeah. Why didn't they do this earlier? Yeah. Well, to me, I this is good news. Legitimately, I don't. I don't want to give IGN too much credit, but it was literally the next day. Yeah, so it was. IGN GameScoop was like, I think that it's a terrible decision on their part to stay open. Yes, yes. And literally the next day, they were like, just kidding. We are shutting no, down. No, I think it was because, I bet you it was because that whole, that news escalated. So it blew up because. Everyone you know, agreed. Because and... everyone's like, hey now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, like, I think it's good. Like, GameStops are still open, but it's that, or at least my local one is, they're doing the curbside service kind of thing. Okay. Like restaurants are at least my local one That's is, so but weird. it's like she, uh, the manager's like, hey, like if on Facebook I'm friends with the manager and she's like, if anybody needs something, like you know, just let me know. I can still do like a card or gift card like at the door or something, you know, like mm-hmm. or if you have an or if you have an online pickup or if you want to do a pickup at store, there's still right. that option. Um, but this comes from the fact that GameStop was saying they were essential. Yeah, uh, they were an essential store, which. Yeah, which which I get that, but at the same time, it's like your audience probably already has this stuff. Yeah. 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 So, but I think this is good that they they are abiding by what the governor and people, you know, what abiding abiding by what our government is saying. So I think that's the best way you can do things. Right. Stay inside. Um, Because they're already in hot water anyway. Like just. You know, like just from the state of their existence. Yeah, <laughs> that's a you, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, they walked that back real quick though. Yeah. Um, I think some very exciting in, uh, news in all this COVID nineteen stuff is that uh, there's a lot of sports players and a lot of organizations that are finding other ways to give people the entertainment they want. Um, so this comes off the back of how like the Phoenix Suns recently did like a season on on a twitch channel on the so cool. channel yeah which i think is great um i don't know that 
this was streamed, but a, a lot of NASCAR drivers, uh, they uh, on Sunday they did an exhibition race on what's called it's a it's not really a game. Well, yeah, it's kind of a game, but it's like hardcore simulation. It's called iRacing. Okay. And so basically, like a bunch of like racing circuits and all this stuff are partnered with iRacing. So you become a member, sign up, and you download you download the software. And there's like stats and everything. It's like super esports centric. Cool. Um, so all these drivers, they were posting on Twitter yesterday. Uh, a couple guys that weren't actually playing, they were like playing around. They're like, "Yeah, I'm so and so's crew chief and and all that." Like what these the? guys have screens set up. If you go on Twitter and kind of just check out their rigs, they have all the steering wheel stuff, all the pedal stuff. That's... They have a, like multiple screens to look at their like stats and placement where they're at on the track. Nuts. It is insane. <laughs> That's cool. Um, to me, th- this is cool because in, over the past couple of years, I've gotten more into the sport because I've reviewed the last two NASCAR Heat games. Mm-hmm. And so my parents watch it. And so, like, this was the season I was actually legit, like, going to follow it, you know, like, to be like, okay, I understand this sport now. So Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of neat uh, seeing that they're keeping this stuff alive. Like, even Fox Sports was, like, tweeting, like, clips of it and everything, like... Yeah, it's cool. It's it's exciting. Um, I think they're gonna do more, more of this as well. So hopefully, like they'll actually like televise it or something. Like it's a real thing, because that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all of the gaming news. And then real quick for the pull list, there's only one game, which is Bleeding Edge, uh, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. Well, I mean, there's more games coming out, but that's like as far as like ports and other stuff. But that's kind of the highlight of. This coming week. If you got Game Pass, you'll be able to play that. Okay. Cool. Whoa. Good deals. Sweet. All right. We will get into movies. I assume no one has been to the theater. Yeah. Uh, no. Big rips. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I don't think I've even watched any regular movies besides that. I was trying to think, yeah, but well, I just no. LJ and I both saw Dragon Quest, Your Story. Nice. Uh, was yes. not... There's a big reveal at the end. We'll try to stay away from that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it still. But yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> it's a good movie. I don't like that the dub is not perfect. The mouths are like still the uh, voice movements of the Japanese. And then the English is dubbed over it. So it looks like an There was a couple movie. times where I did notice that. I noticed it the whole time. I was but I was admiring the visuals movie. though. Huh? The visual. I was admiring the visuals, though. Yeah, very gorgeous animation. It kind of feels like DreamWorks to me. Yes, it kind of gives me like, and maybe it's because like the art style, but almost like How to Train Your Dragon vibes a yeah, little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which Dragon Quest How to Train right. Your Dragon. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I really like it. I think Square Enix should. Well, I, I want to say they should do more of these. They have done stuff like. Final Fantasy Advent Children, the King's Glaive and stuff like King's that. Glaive is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um so the stuff they do is really good quality and I think even this is still very good quality. Mm-hmm. Um I have the Bible study done and edited uh, as far as that goes. So hopefully so, it's um, up on Saturday cuz I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure it will be. But um so this comes off the back where like officially like our Bible studies department and movies are de- uh, movies department are having to change the way we cover movies. Right. 
uh, because nobody can go to the theater and a lot of stuff is delayed. But also a lot of stuff is coming to digital quicker now too. So it's not in the news, but I think even Sonic is actually coming out at the end of the month on digital. Yes. So that's exciting. You know? Yes. Yeah, it's very Birds exciting. of Prey as well. Yeah, Birds of Prey is coming at the end of the month. Um, some of these are on that weird like rental 48-hour thing we were talking about. I think Onward... Yes, onward. onward is already out on digital. I think that's coming to Disney, to Disney Plus, Plus on, on April third. Yeah, yep. sweet. I'm excited for that. Some cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Dragon Quest was good. Yeah, it's fun. It's a mm-hmm. uh, kind of a confusing pacing wise, but uh... yeah, because they kind of like it's what they kind of do is they kind of summarize a part of the story with like with old school like dragon quest graphics i loved like the actual game the very beginning of it is like old nes looking stuff yeah so technically it feels like you're only getting half the story Mm -hmm. but also like if a lot of that early story was related to his dad so it's still kind of odd it's called your story but it's like we're only getting like that part of it kind of a deal it feels like there's definitely more right that we we should have seen yeah, they could have made but multiple movies. I think, Maybe they didn't want to put the budget out to make multiple movies, but yeah, I think despite that though, like having written the Bible study, because there was a couple scenes in there where I'm like, oh, that seemed rushed. But then again, we didn't see how that built how that built up. So, right. Um, but I think it was neat for me to to like write the Bible study kind of based on some of that because there was like themes and certain things I wanted to like talk about, but then I also had to like take account for that. Like it was cool. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the villain, I don't know who voice acted him, but I'm amazed he hasn't voice acted the Joker before. Oh. I'm going to find out who that is now, just in case. He, The villain kind of looks like the Joker in, like, in a few aspects. It reminded me a lot of Batman Ninja. Um, Let's see. But the voice actor has never voiced the Joker and has this very, like, almost Mark Hamill sound to him. Yes, he did sound like Mark Hamill. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, all the voice acting was really well done. English cast. I'm going to look up the English cast while okay. we're going here. I will uh, begin then talking about Doom Annihilation. You can watch it on Netflix. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is it live action? <laughs> what is it? It's live action. Oh, gosh. Yes. It's it bad. is. It's Shelly, do you remember? It was a while back, but Doom disowned the movie. Like, Doom yes. on Twitter said oh, maybe yeah it's software do remember that actually yeah I feel like I they heard were like that this isn't a movie based on our games right uh, okay yeah so basically uh the story is that there are two portals there's one on earth and there's one on a moon on mars um, which i'm guessing is probably close to the to the games yes. um the portals immediately look like sci-fi cgi so that's fun uh it's so bad it's not it's not like sharknado bad but it's not a good movie um the they they fight some zombies i guess the best way to put it and the zombies all look like it was the same actor oh that's bad a bald headed dude painted blue (laughs) around getting killed over and over and they like pick one of them up and it's uh this like woman doctor and she looks like the blue dude <laughs> the bald blue dude it makes no sense that's so weird um uh, yeah i don't know it's and then 
like the Doom Slayer is not there. It's uh, basically there's a team of people who uh, they're like the best of the best, but one of them messed up. And so they should have been uh, discharged. Instead, they just flew them to the moon um, as like penalty. It doesn't. The whole thing doesn't make sense. It's weird. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. Like, I think the first Doom movie was so much more closer. Like, it was still... The first Doom movie was still, like, inaccurate. Yeah. Because because of how, like, the demons exist, kind of. Because, mm-hmm. like, they possess people, and the, I guess the people transformed into demons in the first Doom movie. Well... But, but yeah, that annihilation. That are definitely, like, supposed That's to be possessed so demons. My favorite part of the original Doom movie, probably one of my favorite moments in video game history, like video game movie history, is the first, the first person. person part. Yeah, that was fun. That was I so think cool. some people did. I think people largely dislike that segment, oh, I but I think it's cool. Like considering like where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. that didn't happen. In yeah, this. Uh, there's some cool Easter eggs, cool little things that are like if you played the games, you're like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> um, but largely. Not a great movie. I knew it wasn't a great movie. Uh, I had the time, and I was like, I just, I've got to see what this is about. Um, <laughs> so Hellboy is my next on that that train. Oh, uh, uh, the newer Hellboy? Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know why, that's coincidentally, perfect... they're both about hell. Um, <laughs> but Wait, so is that one on Netflix or anything at all? I don't think so. I'll have to find it. I'll have to hunt it down. Oh, you're just going to rent it? Maybe. I've got to look for it. I'm hoping I can stream it somewhere. Uh, I've heard a lot of people around me really enjoy the movie, so me being easy to please, I feel like it might be a lot. I was just going to say, you're pretty easy to please. Yeah. (laughs) It takes a lot for me not to like a movie. I didn't like Doom Annihilation. Especially a video game movie. I feel like a video game movie has a different level in your brain that it's just even harder for you to get disappointed by. My big thing is special effects. I mean, if the special effects look good, I'm really kind of a sucker for that like i like seeing the big explosions and stuff and so a movie like doom annihilation where the special effects were kind of on a back burner they're very like sci-fi channel-esque mm-hmm. um then like you lose big points in my book there's no better time than now to watch bad movies i guess because you got the time to yeah right yeah <laughs> and i figured you know put stuff on my on my movie list because i haven't talked about movies in a while um look at some of these bad free movies while i'm home uh anyways we can get into the movie news did you find think of one Shelly, that you'd watched no okay no i looked up the voice actor who played that villain and i didn't recognize anything he was in oh he did really I mean, good. he's been in a it looks like a bunch of a bunch of like animated stuff i think he was even a character in red dead 2 at one point but he will be in more he did great bertram i think he was the character he was but i don't remember who bertram was Movie news. Movie news. We don't have a lot of movie news today, Sweet. but they are both superhero related. But they're not both Marvel. Not One's kind. DC, thankfully. <laughs> We're not all Marvel go. today. We have a little We're bit well of something else. Here. Yeah, totally. Not top heavy <laughs> at all. Um, anyway, One's so... not Disney. It's a victory in my book. I mean, but Marvel's <laughs> yeah. Disney. That's One of the them's problem. not Disney. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, Kevin Smith is sharing a bunch of rumors that um, Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to show up in Spider-Man 3. 
Not, I mean, it doesn't sound like anything significant. It it mostly sounds like it's stemming from this idea that um, Spider-Man's going to need a lawyer or someone's going to need a lawyer and it's going to be Matt Murdock. Yeah. Um, So it seems like it could honestly be something very small. Um, I think it'd be cool, though. I think it would make way more sense. I want this. Don't get me wrong. I would love this. It would be so exciting. Uh, But they're working on She-Hulk. And she mm-hmm. holds yeah. a lawyer, and also a Disney-owned property. Yep. I think that way more sense. That would also be cool. I think that that would. I'd be fine with either. I feel. It sure would. I think it would be probably but, smarter for them. I would agree. Probably smarter to put She-Hulk because that's sort of like yeah. a tie to like, oh look, we're making a show about her. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. Disney Plus, Daredevil. And then you make it like part of that universe. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That would be kind of. I would nuts. love a team up, but that's asking for too much. I yeah, think. a five minute cameo is all I'm asking for. But if we get like a team <laughs> up, maybe they go against Kingpin oh, for so a minute. Cool. Oh, that would or be Craven the Hunter or something. Yeah, that's dream cool. come true stuff. I I think now would is a pretty good opportunity that if they are gonna have any sort of connections with the shows, which I mean I guess they already kind of are doing that, right? Like they're already kind of starting to connect shows with the movies. Um. But, but that's like but Daredevil. MCU stuff yeah, like. I feel like Daredevil was part of kind of the older um, Marvel shows universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if universe is the right word. They tried to make its own universe and try to keep it connected to the movies, but it never actually revealed in the movies to be connected. It was, loose. It was very loose. Um, if they like retightened it, you know what I mean. If if they if they decide to change up daredevil and put it on disney plus again or something this is a great avenue to do that um or just to have some small Mm -hmm. little easter egg that's also neat but i feel like i can't trust marvel i can't trust disney and mcu to just put something in there they everything connects if if there's a little bit of an easter egg it blows up into another movie i swear or show this plot line this plot line that they're heading into i think is amazing for crossover stuff because they did that, like, I mean, obviously in the comics, but then they did it in, like, the animated show. Like, there were characters like Punisher and, like, both, like, you know, Daredevil. Like, there was characters getting involved that were, like, after him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think this is the perfect time to, to, to do that. But I don't think they will go to that extent. Yeah. Though they should. Yeah. But that'd be mm-hmm. neat. It'd just be, yeah, kind of a cool thing. I'm already happy for Spider-Man 3, so this is just another thing to get excited about, I guess. Yeah. Also a rumor, the movie might be called Home Run. Oh, oh man. That would be cool. Well, I mean, you got it. I, I dig it. I, was... <laughs> I dig it. That would be, because it's like the finale. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the finale of a trilogy. So it's like, True. oh, yeah. That'd be perfect. I didn't put mm-hmm. that in the sources. I heard that somewhere. Grain of salt. That'd be cool. So though. if it happens, we're, we're going to say Cody called it. Yeah. But if it doesn't, uh-huh. we're going to be upset. Yeah, heard it would fit the second. home theme. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, our second superhero movie news is actually about Black Adam, which we kind of talk on and off about every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. And a part of me is always, I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> oh man, is this movie ever happening? Turns out it's even worse than we thought it was um, when it comes to development. Is that it, So <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, right? He explained or revealed through Instagram, I guess, that Black Adam has been in development since 2008. He's been trying to get it going. That's yeah. like that's, 12 that's years pretty, ago. Superman, right? <laughs> I think so. Huh? 
Yeah, before Man of Steel, even. Yep. That's crazy. Because Man of Steel was like 2011 or 2012. was forever ago. Man. Wait, oh, Man of Steel. Five oh, yeah, years yeah, yeah. later. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know if this movie's ever getting off the ground, dude. I mean, obviously Dwayne Johnson's very passionate about it. He still wants it to happen. He's still doing stuff for it. I mean, from what I've read, they're supposed to start filming or finishing production over the summer. I think actually is what I read because they're trying to like go for some I'm sort of holiday release. I'm glad it didn't come out ten years ago, twelve years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been wouldn't bad. have been as good as it will be now. Dwayne Johnson has like, grown <laughs> as an actor. Oh yeah. man. DC has learned a lot since then too, to yeah. the point where they're ignoring their It would have just been like this weird universe. CGI nightmare. The Green Lantern. <laughs> like it would Oh I, I hope Green Lantern. I hope it's really good. My fear is that I know some things that are in development for so long can kind of get stretched with ideas and stretched with like yeah. oh we just need to get this done and over totally with. Um development. But I feel like Dwayne Johnson, he has um lots of money and he has lots of passion so i feel like he if he yeah, wants he produces it, a lot of stuff now if he wants it to happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen well um so yeah mm-hmm. that's all of our movie news he can totally like pick up a missile and throw it and it'll be like for a legit reason yeah yeah <laughs> it's cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right we'll get into tv i i want to start with the walking dead um because it was, um, a lot of people know, if you don't, it was in the news. This isn't, like, spoilery. Uh, it was Michonne's last episode. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Not that uh, I care that much, but that's, like, she was a cool character. Yeah. It'll be really sad to see her go. Um, they do... I, this is kind of... Her story's not over. That's okay. a good way to put it. They could, so what they could do is basically what they've done with, like, the Telltale game and the comics. I think they've given her her own spinoff. Yeah, they could definitely do that uh, with this with this exit. Um, which I like, because I would hate if they would have, like, you know, if it would have just been done. Uh, I'm like, all right, peace, we'll never hear from you again. Yeah, Michonne, <laughs> um, I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, she's done an amazing job, though. She's obviously in Black Panther mm-hmm. now. She's gone on to movies, um, doing cool movie stuff. And so it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but it goes this, like, it was kind of frustrating because last episode was amazing, like, last week. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday's was, like, all right, now, amazing reveal. Let's take you back to the beginning of this season. And starting mm-hmm. at, the be- like, the beginning of this midseason finale. Like, uh, it's, like, the last four episodes in this episode, like, take place at the same time. Okay. And I was like, no, I want to know what happens next. Huh. Uh, like a recap. Yeah. So that was <laughs> frustrating, but they did a really great job um, honoring her through the episode. Uh, it does a lot of cool things to. Um, That's cool. Like highlight her story without just being like a, a montage of her past or anything. Without being like, here, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Or like, here, <laughs> let me show you like memories or something. Of what right, you, right. you know, they did a really cool stuff with it. Um, some cool reveals in this episode as well. A lot of good stuff. Uh, coming out of The Walking Dead recently, but hmm. I'm also I'm always preaching Watch Walking Dead. It's gotten good. I mean, that's good that you're still keeping up with it though, because there's a lot of people that have just like fallen off. Yeah, and like I said, it got it did get really slow for a while. Uh, like the hmm. two or three seasons before Negan um, are really hard to get through, and I can't imagine trying to get through them now um, when they've been like pretty dated because it was about five hmm. years ago. 
uh, four years ago. So I I couldn't imagine trying to get through them then uh, or now. But uh, it's good. It's good stuff. If you can, if you suck through it, good for you. And if not, I'm sorry, you're really missing out. It's getting <laughs> great. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention though is they have a talk show afterwards. If those who don't know, Chris Hardwick hosts it. It's called The Talking Dead. Usually it's filmed in front of a live studio audience and they do like a couch panel, basically, kind of like a Comic-Con panel uh, yeah. with the actors and the writer or uh, mm-hmm. it, it depends on who the guests are. Pretend. So can't do a live studio audience right now for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. They actually did something that looks very similar to when we podcast uh, and that is they Skyped. Or you some kind Skyped of people in. live, yeah, and so then it was Chris Hardwick skyping three other people and uh, like talking to them, and then they filmed that. Um, cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it's live, so that was really cool. Um, but I just thought it was really neat, and Chris Hardwick mentions this. He was like, "This is really weird for TV television," uh, which it was. Like, it looks strange. And he goes, "I don't know why <laughs> we're acting this is a big deal. Uh, like, we're some pioneers. YouTube's been doing this for like ten years now." Yep. Uh, but and you're like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just really cool to see kind of this crossroads for TV to like, kind of go that. It, it felt like I was watching Twitch or something. Uh, watching these. Maybe panels. we can end up on TV now. <gasps> yeah. Yo. I mean, it really didn't look much different than what we're doing now. Like <laughs> my TV screen that I have you guys on while I'm podcasting you. Uh, if I made it full screen, it would look almost exactly the same. It was just them <laughs> in their houses recording with, like, Apple earbuds, which I don't understand. That was my one thing. Celebrities, I know you could have got a microphone before that. Like, you've got money. You could have gone out and got a Yeti and some headphones. <laughs> they were all used like yeah, they, they had to, They had to get that, get that endorsement up in there. Yeah, I was like, come on, guys. You couldn't get something, <laughs> uh, you know, sent to you? You don't got a friend with a microphone? I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah it was really really cool i'm uh oh that was a lot of fun so i watched a couple other things but i wanted to make sure uh okay i guess i am making sure no one else would watch tv look at it notes. yeah you're good Should've... i've watched nothing but my usual stuff yeah, cool. so it's like i'm not gonna talk about games. the same stuff every week like my usual stuff is brooklyn 99 schooled the goldbergs and I, Lego Masters. I watched the first episode of brooklyn 99 Yes! I will probably continue to watch. I think I watched the first two episodes. It's so good. It's very oh, good. it's funny. Very good. Like, it does have, like, adult humor, but it's, like, clean enough to where it's not, like, terrible. Yeah. What doesn't have clean humor that I was watching is The Ranch, um, which is, like, oh. R-rated comedy. But That show got too deep for me. I don't know if I can call it a comedy anymore. It used to be, like, <laughs> 90% like funny. serious and now it's like 90% serious 10% funny yeah my mom and stepdad were really bummed out by that last season just because it got so dark apparently like not dark but like just a yeah yeah like it's real like real and uh real real (laughs) yeah i don't know i'm this is the last season uh so i'm gonna finish it out hopefully it's not a tragedy hopefully it ends on a good note because so far man that yeah, ranch I couldn't continue watching it. Has been through rough times. Colt Bennett, not they, the best. They did, the show didn't last long enough for them to go through the coronavirus. So yeah, it's true. 
Oh, man. Sam Elliott's character would be hilarious trying to be social distancing. <laughs> it uh, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a dark show, but it's like a dramatic. I don't know. It will make you cry. So if you like shows that will like oh, pull yeah. at your heartstrings, mm. the show does that. Uh, and they trick you by making you think that it's a funny show because the first two seasons are relatively funny, and mm-hmm. then they draw you in, and then you're invested, and feel so bad for all these characters. Uh, <laughs> but again very rated r especially those first couple seasons are very like um there's no nudity i don't think but there's a lot of like a lot of like swearing and swearing people are in their underwear all the time um a lot of talk about kind of two and a half minutes since that's kind of who wrote the show anyway yeah okay that makes a lot of sense but not so much like if they were given uh, hbo rights right 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 yeah um so yeah i don't know it's really, like I've always said, my dad lives in like six acres of land in South Dakota. Uh, so we grew up around horses and my mom and dad are divorced. And like, there's so many similarities. I don't want to say that my dad's like you're, it's, it's It's relatable though, is what you're saying. Yeah. My dad's not like oh. Bo Bennett because my dad's definitely not the jerk that Bo Bennett is. He's the dad in the show. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of cool. Like, there are almost these extremes um, of my parents. Like, it almost makes fun of my mm. parents. And then like, even with me and my little brother, um, we can both kind of relate to the Bo Bennett in a way, um, mm. in different ways, which is kind of cool. Um, it's really funny. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's cool just for us. And then my mom lives in Colorado, which is where the show takes place. Yeah, Whoa. really easy for me to relate to it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the last thing I watched is the first episode of Future Avengers, which is not what I thought oh, cool. it was. Ah, it's good. Future Avengers, it's on Disney Plus. It's an anime. Yeah. Uh, based on the Avengers. I thought that they were like incarnations of the Avengers in some way. Um, there's another anime out there where they were like basically, they weren't Beyblades, but they basically threw something out and it brought up the spirit of the Hulk or Captain America or something. Oh, no. And that's what yeah, I thought no, this that's was. Not what this this is. is like, the Avengers are very much alive in this. And. Um, the future Avengers, like the first two that you find are meet, are uh, Hydra agents that are kind of like going AWOL. Um, huh. And it seems like it's going to be really, really good. And whoever did Tony Stark sounds like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Nice. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a guy in, that was doing video games for a while whenever Robert Downey started like taking the role and mm-hmm. he sounded just like close enough. And it's just like, okay, I can tell you're not him. But it's a good shot. Yeah, like the voice isn't perfect, but just kind of his mannerism, the way that he says things, very, Mm. very much that Tony Stark, which feels good. Um, That's cool. I like it. Like I said, I only watched like an episode of it, but um, that's good. Thor is very much like the Thor from the first movie. He's very Mm. like proper with his wording and uh, (laughs) he's like, I should be feasting in Valhalla right now or whatever, or in Asgard. (laughs) Um and yeah <laughs> very much like cartoon thor i like it it's good cool yeah nice. and it's funny though because the avengers aren't very anime looking like they're anime-esque but the main characters the kids are incredibly anime is it because they have like bigger cool. eyes because they're younger is that what it is yeah oh. Oh, they've got like the hair <laughs> anime hair yeah huh. nice it's cool i like the show i'll cool. probably watch more of it um no it's on disney plus Speaking of Disney Plus, probably the coolest news uh, 
for TV is that The Mandalorian is getting a guest star out of Rosario Dawson. Uh, yeah. Who wants to play Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And is probably playing Ahsoka. Uh, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. All we know is that she will yeah. be in The Mandalorian in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she voices Ahsoka and she wants to be Ahsoka. That's a fan casting for sure right yeah. there. Why wouldn't you make Gosh. her... It was really cool, too. There was some complaints from fans that, like, oh, no, she's too old to play Ahsoka because Ahsoka plays, like, someone in, like, her early 20s. Uh, well, in the timeline... Yeah, I was going to figure out where the timeline works. Yeah. If you fit up the timelines, I think Rosario Dawson is actually, like, younger uh, than where Ahsoka would be at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's around the time of the same scene. age. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Uh, yep. I hope that's what's happening. I think there are some valid sources that say on Twitter that it is for sure. Legit, so I'm curious to yeah. see. The only yeah. confirmations I found that were for sure, for sure were that she'll be guest starring. Uh, that only makes sense to me. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Let's hope that'd be cool. And then in some anime news, I I'll be honest. I haven't watched bleach. I've heard it's really good. I know there's a lot. It's of I've so watched much. like the first there's, season. There's so much. It's like, one piece levels. It's intimidating. Yeah. It's a really big name in anime, though. And I know yep. that it's going to it's be up there. for a lot of people. Um, it's going to have a final season. And the final season yep. will go and adapt the Thousand Year Blood War arc, which is the last arc in the manga. Yep. Uh, so it's kind of this missing piece to the anime. Uh, but the guy who like started the anime, he thought that he would never even get a chance to make the final season. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. There's also going to be a movie that's coming out and um, some more like manga pieces from what I've heard. Um, cool. Yeah. So for those of you that, you know, like, oh, it ends on a cliffhanger. I wish it would end. Uh, and get some closure. You're going to get that. And I think it's it's a big deal in the anime world. Yeah, it, it sure is. There's a lot of animes out there that have a really good first one or two seasons and then just nothing. Yep. So an anime this well known, it's good that it's getting... Even the ending it deserves. Mm-hmm. Closure. Yeah. <laughs> and then talking about anime endings. Oh, I'm good today. <laughs> She-Ra will be ending with season five. That release date is May fifteenth. I didn't realize there were already um, so many seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I They do the Voltron thing, don't they? Like where it's like a couple episodes, like one part of the year and then like a couple of the yeah. next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll like do two seasons in a year. Then that's, uh, that still yeah. threw me off. That's why I never kept up with Voltron. Right. Oh, Voltron was amazing. She-Ra's pretty good. <laughs> My wife's all about it. I've talked about it before. Um, that's cool. It makes sense that it's ending because there's not really like much else they can go with the story. Uh, mm. But it does seem really soon. I don't know. The five seasons, they're all really short seasons, so it's weird to me that they're okay. ending it already. I appreciate that because there's shows like a, a recent example is The Good Place. Mm-hmm. That show ended on season four recently. I still haven't watched it because Hulu only had like the second half of it. So I got to okay. wait till that comes to Netflix. But I think at a certain point, some of these shows, some of these, you know, producers or whatever, they have to say like, you know, when to end something because like, like we're talking about like with Walking Dead, like Walking Dead has gone through its its roller coaster of you know like good and bad seasons and right they literally had to reboot think, it basically to get it to right so it's like i th- i want to see more of this like shows being able to say okay we're at a good spot to end you know like, yeah 
I think the Disney Plus shows will kind of really create that culture in cinema. Um, yeah. They're doing these, like, mini-series. Like, Loki is only going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a half season. I think it's, like, eight episodes. Yeah. And it'll probably be this really cohesive masterpiece and be done. Yeah. I think we'll see more of that in the future because of that. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't have any questions. If you want to ask us questions, please do so at our Discord. Um, there's a GGCast questions spot there, channel. Uh, yep. You can always use our Twitter, hashtag GGCast there as well. We love answering your questions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, nope, not really. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll end the podcast there then. Uh, come hang out with me at the Bible study. That should be fun. Saturday night, if you're not doing anything. For sure. Which you're probably not. It'll <laughs> <laughs> um, be 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Cool. Sweet. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me streaming on the Twitch channel on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Close and keep gaming. Keep praising. Praying. You can keep praising too. That's all right. <laughs> Praising's good. That works. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. Amen. Bye bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.